Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we glorify you. We magnify your name. We love you because you first loved us. We pray for the listeners of this week's podcast, and we pray a special blessing on the new listeners. We pray for my friend who is trying to buy her first house. We pray for your favor on her. We pray for the families of the mass shootings in California. We pray the blood of Jesus over bone cancer. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the King of the nations, Jesus Christ, amen. We will finish our series on the glory of God this week, and there are nuggets throughout the Bible of people glorifying God. The Gospels record the story of a man paralyzed in Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 8, Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, and Luke chapter 5, verses 17 through 26. Jesus admired the faith of the man's friends who brought him to Jesus to be healed. Mark and John's account provides the details of them taking the man to the roof, and they uncovered the roof and lowered the man to the floor. They had done this because they could not get through the crowd. Jesus says to the man in Matthew chapter 9 verse 2, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Folks, Jesus did not say your sins will be forgiven, indicating a future date, Nor did he say, your sins have been forgiven, indicating an event in the past. By his word, he proclaimed that the man's sins are forgiven, indicating a right now, present tense situation. My friends, yesterday is in the grave, and tomorrow is not promised. I can't do anything about yesterday's sins. That's why I love Jesus right now, right then and there, immediate On the spot, instant forgiveness that he offers, not only to the paraplegic, but to each of us. We come to Jesus looking for one blessing, and he turns around and gives us a double blessing, an unexpected blessing, a blessing that we needed, but didn't know we needed it. The Jewish leaders accused Jesus of blasphemy for laying claim to an action that only God could do, forgiveness of sins. Jesus had showed his authority as God by healing, casting out demons, and calming the sea. But the religious leaders and the crowd could see with their own eyes the physical healing. What they could not see was the ability to forgive sins. With the authority of his words, he told the man, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. My brothers and sisters, when the crowd saw what had happened, they were struck with amazement and began to praise God. They saw Jesus as a God-ordained prophet, but did not fully recognize Jesus' deity. My friends, God's glory is the physical, visible demonstration of his nature and his character. We praise God to make him visible or known to others. As Christians, we don't have to wait on a miracle to occur to glorify God. We can give him glory for waking us up. We can give him glory if you had a roof over your head last night. Give him glory 
if you had food in your refrigerator or pantry. Give him the glory if you had clothes to wear. When you understand that not everyone has the blessings I just mentioned, somebody was homeless, somebody was hungry, somebody was wearing rags, and somebody didn't wake up this morning. But you did, and that, my friends, is worth giving God the glory. Matthew chapter 15, verses 29 through 31, and the companion scripture in Mark 7th chapter, verses 31 through 37, describes Jesus' teaching and healing in the Gentile area. Great crowds followed Jesus, and they brought the lame, the blind, the mute, the maimed, and many others, and he healed them. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 31, when the crowd saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, they glorified the God of Israel. My comrades for Christ, the people in the area knew about the God of Israel, but they also worshipped other gods. The Gentiles brought their sick just as the Jews brought their sick to be healed. Both groups came to Jesus expecting a miracle. By healing everyone, both Jews and Gentiles, Jesus was showing that the Lord's blessings are for everyone. My friends, I understand that when a loved one is sick, we seek healing. But I submit to you not to wait for a miracle of healing to glorify God. Praise Him before sickness comes. Magnify Him before money troubles come. Honor Him before you ask for a blessing. Folks, when Jesus healed the ten lepers in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19, they were healed on their way to show the priest that they were clean. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and took the direct route through Samaria instead of going around taking the long way, which was the route the Jews took when they traveled. The Jews considered the Samarians half-breeds who were unworthy of God's blessings or their friendship. By going through Samaria and making contact with the Samaritans would have made Jesus unclean according to Jewish law. In addition to making contact with the Samaritans, he also made contact with lepers, who were ostracized by society because of the disease. My brothers and sisters, I've come to tell you that regardless of your geographic location, regardless of your social status, regardless of your nationality, regardless of your level of health, Jesus will come straight to you to save you from your affliction. The ten lepers cried out to Jesus, have mercy on us. As the ten ran to the priest to show themselves clean, Luke chapter 17 verse 15 says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice glorified God. My friends, I also submit to you that if you were saved last week, last month, last year, or last century, that you return to God and with a loud voice thank him. I further submit to you that you thank him in a loud voice on a regular basis. The lepers were healed by their faithful obedience, but the one thankful leper returned because of gratitude, which is part of faith. Only one of the ten glorified God, and he was a Samaritan, which presumes the rest were Jews. Luke chapter 18, verses 35 through 42, Matthew 20, verses 29 through 34, 
and Mark chapter 10 verses 46 through 52 record Jesus coming near Jericho and a blind beggar named Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowd that followed Jesus tried to quiet Bartimaeus, but the Bible says that he cried out even more, son of David, have mercy on me. Let me pause right there. My friends, when you are in need of a blessing, do not let your friends, your family, your co-workers, your church members, or anyone stand in the way of you asking for your blessing. Ignore the naysayers and seek your blessing. Jesus stopped and asked Bartimaeus to be brought to him, and then he asked him what he wanted him to do. Without hesitation, Bartimaeus said, he wanted to see. Jesus restored his sight with just his words. Folks, Jesus stopped to help this poor blind man see again. Jesus also wants to help the poor spiritually blind to see the kingdom of God. Luke chapter 18 verse 43 says, And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. My comrades for Christ, the events in today's podcast are about the faith of those who were healed, but what gets lost in the narrative is the glory that was given to God. These were helpless souls who were stricken and were healed. They all had different ailments and they had one common theme. They all gave glory to God. I wonder if the lame man gave glory to God one time or if he glorified God as he was walking with his friends. I wonder if the mute spoke up one time to glorify God, or if he used his newfound speech to glorify God every chance he got. Friends, our salvation was once and for all, but glorifying God should be ongoing. In Luke chapter 23, verse 47, after Jesus took his last breath on the cross, the centurion who was at the cross for the crucifixion, and saw what had happened, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. Folks, the religious leaders didn't recognize who Jesus was. His own family didn't believe who he was. His countrymen tried to force him to be their political king, but it was a Gentile soldier who not only recognized who he was, but he gave glory to God. This man gave glory to God based on what he saw, but he did not know. We, as Christians, are to glorify God by what we know, but we have not seen. And if you are ready to start a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I am spiritually blind. I need clarity. I am spiritually lame. I need to walk in the word. I am spiritually mute and I want to speak the word. I'm spiritually deaf, and I want to hear the word. I ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into my life so that I can glorify my God. In the name of the King of Ages, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, 
and have a great week.